0: Welcome to a seemingly effortless episode of We <laughs> Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel and I've lost, I'm gonna be honest, about 147 pounds. And with me today, wow. with me today is person of interest. <laughs>
1: Donald Weigel, <laughs> you really threw me off, person of interest. <laughs> you are a person of interest. I suppose it makes me seem like I'm a suspect in a crime, though. No,
0: but you're an interesting person.
1: The only crime is that I've stolen your heart?
0: Yes, and lost 100 pounds. I lost
1: about 100 pounds, Congratulations. So yeah. Depends on what day I step on the scale. I if, don't know. If I'm being I see. I feel like you've been honest now, you've been like 147 pounds, like... At one point, I had lost, like, 104 pounds, and then, like, I go up and down the scale in, like, a five-pound range, I know. so I, I don't really, like, I don't know exactly. So i just say about 100 pounds.
0: Well, I feel like I've been holding on. It's almost like your driver's license uh, weight. Yeah. You just sort of hold on to it, and that's the number you pretend you are. So right. me saying I've lost 150 pounds makes me think... I've lost 150 pounds, which I did, but I've kind of found three of them. Oh, boy. So, yeah. Oh, boy. So I'm just being honest. It's it's effortless to gain weight, isn't it?
1: And as we've said over and over again, there is no finish line. Like, you know, at one point, you would have killed to be the weight you are right now. You might literally have committed murder. (laughs) (laughs) And then you'd be a person Person of of interest. interest. (laughs) Uh, And now it's like, you know, you're – you're three pounds up, and it's like, oh boy, yeah. things are out of control. So no, it's all—it's it's all relative.
0: It's fine. So hi, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm doing all right. You're
0: a little stressed out, huh?
1: Yeah, I'm a little stressed out. I feel, I feel like ridiculous, but I'm in the middle of a uh, fantasy football crisis, which I know like many many people are going to roll their eyes. Must be like how nice. does one have a fantasy football crisis? But <laughs> I uh, you know I've been working on myself, and I feel like I'm making these like fantastic strides about not you know not being angry about things and. Allowing, you know, myself to work on being happier and more even keeled, and then like something ridiculous comes along, like a dispute in a fantasy football league, and I am just I cannot get over it. I can't get over it right now. And I yeah. don't I, I, I feel like and then I, I put myself into this sort of like shame spiral of like how is it possible that I'm this distraught over fantasy football when people have real problems out there?
0: He's weight woke but not woke at all when yeah. it comes to fantasy football yeah. like it-
1: i I seriously I spend my day at work like you we I work with a lot of people and you know somebody will say, "Oh God, I'm just so stupid or I just can't do this and i'm and I'm constantly saying things like "You are." capable of very hard things you can do this you are obviously not stupid you've just made a single mistake and you will fix it and I know you will fix it and I'm like I'm seriously like become kind of an office cheerleader in a lot of ways which is weird for me And then I have this fantasy football thing happen, and I (laughs) cannot get myself out of the funk I'm in.
0: I feel like I have just been having to tiptoe around him a bit this morning. (laughs) But after reading Brene Brown's The Gifts of Imperfection, uh, she talks about letting people feel their feelings and not feel shame about it. And it's really hard as a fixer to not want to make, one, distract him. Two, tell them it's not a big deal. Tell them that there are starving people uh, in Africa. None
1: of those things are helping. I'm telling myself all those things also. But
0: I think it just speaks to, like, we want to diminish someone else's feelings. And Donald feels passionately about fantasy football. And I recognize... I recognize that it impacts him and it's not my job to fix it or change it, but just to let him be in the space in which he needs to feel the rage and, um, I wasn't sure we were going to be able to podcast because he was really mad about it. So I'm happy that he showed
1: up. And then you brought it up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, but I, uh, yesterday, um, I actually listened to our Secret Eating episode, um, episode 16. Uh, Audio quality isn't all that great. Yeah,
1: sadly, that was in the uh, early days when we still made a... Some that we made a very big audio mistake on that one. I think we ended up recording directly from the uh the laptop yeah, microphone instead it's of our fine. good.
0: Microphone. You people got your money's worth. Yeah, exactly. Um, sorry I called you you people. that was kind of aggressive. Yeah, that was United, really
1: You're trying to drive listeners no, away. No, but
0: like I uh I had a really great week, uh, and I stayed in my calorie deficit and I got in all my activity and it was going great. And then yesterday I had a couple of very stressful things happen and I let it derail me. I uh I had sort of a, a personal issue, my own sort of fantasy football uh, thing, including my uh, the tinting of the windows in my car. There, I said it. Yeah. Um, I had my own
1: stress. And some work stuff.
0: And I had a work thing that I decided to catastrophize Um shame on me uh. yeah, see,
1: like and there's me thinking like you actually had a couple of real problems happened and i'm i'm absolutely distraught i'm actually feeling better as we're talking about see? it but
0: that's why i brought it up because i like, knew you'd feel better
1: <laughs> distraught over fantasy football but
0: i think it, there's no arbiter of like who gets to feel bad about something and who doesn't yeah. like you feel the way you feel. And I am very proud of you for trying to process it and recognizing that like you're working on yourself. We're not perfect people. We've talked about it, but it's hard to not go like, Oh, well you're mad about that. Like you didn't have blah, blah, blah. Like there's no, it's not fair to judge someone based on how their feelings are. I think we're, you're working on yourself. I'm working on myself, yes. but I let my yesterday, uh, spiral out of control did uh, you can do secret eating? Not in secret when no one is around. Did you know that? That's not something we brought up on the secret eating episode. Yeah, what um, makes
1: it secret eating? If uh, if you're eating by yourself and no one's around to see it, is it secret eating or does a tree still fall in the forest well, to make a sound? I, I
0: think it's the if if someone was watching you would you still do it right is the kind of thing like oh i'm eating a salad like anybody come come at me bro like you can totally watch <laughs> me <laughs> come at me bro i don't know And so what the kids say um,
1: <laughs> you can you can live tweet this if you would like i am eating a salad
0: no but it's it's what you wouldn't want someone else to see you doing yeah that is the tough part and There are times when I wonder if I self-sabotage just to have something to talk about on this podcast. Um, But sometimes I just don't care and I just want to eat bad food. So we can talk about that on another episode. Uh, That might be part of why I'm down 147 pounds, uh, give or take. So uh, I hope this is inspiring you because it is inspiring me to stay back on track. It's actually uh, morning it's not our eating window time, and I already want to eat because yesterday I ate so much. So yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to feel the feelings and not eat the food and, uh, and podcast for you fine listeners. Sorry for what I said before.
1: I have some good news for listeners out there, though. Oh. We're, we're almost eight minutes into the podcast, and we haven't even started it yet. Yay. <laughs> so everything you've already heard so far, that's bonus content.
0: bonus Think of
1: it as bonus content, as if you contributed to our a Patreon or something. It not We don't have a
0: Patreon. <laughs> we don't have it, but
1: just pretend like you did, and you got eight minutes of bonus oh, content. Oh,
0: how lovely for our listeners. So welcome to We Only Look Thin, welcome, everybody. Welcome,
1: We are going to talk about something we're calling weight loss-mosis today.
0: Weight loss-mosis. You know... I love wordplay, and today yeah. is no different, uh, except we're going to talk about something different, weight mosis. But first, we're going to start with a tip, tip of, the of the week. TOW! TOW! And
1: at the end, we have a product of the week. POW! POW, everybody!
0: POW, everyone! <laughs> Toot le monde! <laughs>
1: uh,
0: so, yeah, so the uh, we'll start out with the tip of the week, which... Tip do- of the week
1: to you, tip darling! Tip of the
0: week to you! Donald was not convinced uh, that this tip had anything to do with weight no, loss. No, no, it was the
1: product of the week. I don't have any...
0: Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, never mind. Okay. I'm down
1: with the tip of the week. Okay,
0: so the product of the week. Well, we'll save that for later. But uh, basically, everything relates to weight loss. So really, we can talk about whatever we it's want. It's true. It's
1: our podcast. Getting
0: your money's worth. Uh, so the tip of the week, speaking of getting your money's worth. See,
1: I did it. Yeah, awesome. you did it. You stuck it, it back, back around. around. Nice segue. Um,
0: is instead of blowing all your money on janky fast food... What if you saved up that money for a fancy dinner out somewhere?
1: Yeah, there you go. So
0: uh, Yanni Friedhoff in his book, The Diet Fix, talks about changing the way you spend your money. And specifically, he was talking about um, buying alcohol or buying wine. And instead of buying three or four low-quality bottles of wine for Pumping up the alcohol volume. Yeah, Um, He suggests uh, saving up that money buying one very nice bottle of wine and savoring that instead of going for lots of alcohol. So I have changed this into instead of getting fast food, getting your your breakfast tornadoes, uh, which is a thing or going to get fast food, uh, on the way home from work. What if you just tucked that money aside and you say, you tell yourself like, oh, I can't afford blank. Like, well, maybe you can't afford a very nice dinner, uh, because you're spending eight bucks a day eating fast food. Yeah. Like we went, we actually got our daughter, um, Kentucky fried chicken recently and uh, we were out, and I was like, okay, I'll just get it for whatever. And we ordered, like, one chicken strip something or other, and it was, like, $16. I was, yeah, like, I was like, like, pardon me? How I much? This was supposed to be, <laughs> this was supposed Cheap to be inexpensive. Yeah, but it's, it's weird. been so long since I bought that. I was like, well, I'm sorry, did you dip it in gold also? Like, yeah, what just we, happened? We were
1: kind of at a tourist attraction, though, so that might have had something to do with it. It might have,
0: but I didn't know it was that much money. Like, you might yeah. as well get actual food for that. So, uh, we bought her the food. She didn't finish it because she's a moderator. Must be nice. But think about saving money for something much nicer than you would generally tell yourself you can afford. Instead of buying a bunch of low quality things, buy one super high quality. Thing.
1: Well, and another way to look at it too is, you know, we would. I would many, many times in my life, I would, you know, just eat, like, a 100-calorie pack of Uh, something that I didn't really love. Like
0: me yesterday. And then I
1: would have another 100-calorie pack (laughs) and another one. And before I knew it, I would have, you know, three, four, 500 calories of these 100-calorie packs that I didn't really love, and I could have just had one, like, really good thing that was 400 calories. Well,
0: and we talked about, too, on the Pennywise Pound Foolish episode, like, I identify as somebody who, like, eats at low-end, middle-range chain restaurants. Like, you're like, oh, like, I've never been to a fancy, yeah. you know, steakhouse. I can't afford that. But it's because we identify as people who enjoy lower-quality fast food. And I'm not, I'm not saying that about us specifically. <laughs> but, but, like, if you're used to spending – uh, foolishly, like $8, yeah. $8, $8, $8, you don't realize that at the end, you could have just bought a really, you know, taking yourself out to a really nice meal of very high quality food for $200, because it really does add up to that. And a lot of times we fill ourselves with low uh, quality foods, uh, quick foods, when really we could savor it and indulge in something... Um, More gooder.
1: More gooder. More gooder. (laughs) Yes, very well said, I feel like people
0: might think that we're fancy most of the time because we use long words like uh, weight loss. We (laughs) do? Weight loss Moses. I don't know. I said something.
1: I don't think we've ever been accused of being fancy.
0: (laughs) I think I was accused at one point of being fancy. And uh, so I use more gooder to bring us down a notch. So uh, this is a more gooder episode of We Only Well,
1: Look thank One. you for bringing us down Thanks, a notch. <laughs> so I that, appreciate it. So
0: I think that that rounds up the tip of the week.
1: Tao! Tao!
0: Tip of the week to you. Tip of the week to you.
1: Thank you, dear. Thank you. So now we're going to get uh, kind of sciencey.
0: y boop a boop a we're fancy.
1: Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So uh, I was going to look up a scientific definition of osmosis. I did. And I did. Oh, you got one? Uh-huh. I was going to write it down, and like I got so bored even reading the <laughs> definition of it that I was just like, eh, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> I
0: love science-y stuff. Uh, I paid little attention, but just enough to pass on some knowledge to are fine listeners.
1: So do you want to define osmosis? I do. I'm going to take a nap over here while you do it.
0: Okay. Uh well, there's lots of uh there's lots of long definitions, but I'll go with the short one. It's the process of absorption or diffusion. Um uh, and it's also the Webster's dictionary defines it <laughs> as
1: <laughs> Every every terrible graduation exactly. speech starts with
0: um effortless often unconscious assimilation. Like the Borg
1: Collective. Oh, you threw like a little Star Trek in See? there and you well, got me interested.
0: Webster's did not include the Borg Collective yeah. into that.
1: But Just as I was nodding off during the <laughs> definition, you threw some Star Trek in there I and I perked on, right
0: back up. I did that on purpose. Yeah. But I think it's the... like. I know when I was in school, it was like, oh, learning by osmosis, like, ha, 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 I'm just going to keep this book next to me, and I'm going to learn long division, bah, ha, ha.
1: Yeah, I used to make that joke all the time, like, if you just slept with the book under your pillow, maybe it would, like, sink in. Am I right? I know that's, like,
0: such a dad joke, but it's so true, and we often think and just tying this into weight loss because it because he weight lossmosis see yes. how it goes it, as
1: we've said before everything ties into everything weight loss everything ties
0: into weight loss so we have talked many times before about the fallacy of buying the products and doing you know feeling like you're doing the work when really you're not doing any work at all and that's sort of what weight osmosis is about we think that just by listening to the podcast Joining the club, joining the gym, joining the program—that suddenly it's just magically by osmosis we are going yeah. to lose weight.
1: Now, don't get us wrong. Don't. Listening to our podcast is definitely a crucial part of the entire <laughs> critical process. and if
0: sharing you, it with seven other people. It within has been the clinically
1: week. proven that you cannot lose weight if you do not listen to it's this just podcast. Science. Yeah, that is science. That is However, it. um. Listening alone is not going to do it. Um, You have to actually put into practice uh, the things that we talk about and actually um, start practicing losing weight instead of just thinking about losing weight or trying to find the best plan.
0: Well, and I know people who have been on this uh, journey venture as long as I have who are up on the scale from where they were three years ago. And that was me for many years. Oh my so goodness, it is, that was is, me for most of it my life. It is not a, a judgment. It's just, uh, I recognize that in myself where, and I, I've said it before, but I joined Weight Watchers 20 times and I thought just by joining that it would sort of magically happen. I mean, we, we had the episode, The Motivation Bus, where we talk about sort of waiting for that that energy to hit us that lightning bolt to strike us to get us into motion so we join a group we join the gym we buy a book and we think just by being there we feel that buzz like we've taken action I, i bought the program i spent the money um we get all the stuff we read all the materials and It's like the first day of school, like when when I started, I remember one year starting school and having a teacher say, you know, everybody today is starting with an A, and you feel like, oh my gosh, I've got an A, like I've got this down.
1: Yeah, they say like in baseball season on the first day, like everybody, you know, everybody starts the season in first place, like on the first day of baseball season, and like every team has infinite possibilities of what could come, even though you know that there are a lot of teams that just are going to be terrible throughout the the season.
0: Right. So you get all of the information. You get the products. You buy the, you know, the the mat and you buy the book and you buy the pen and you buy the fresh notebook and the journal. Um, but then you wait for the perfect time to start. Yeah, and that perfect, like, well, you know what, I've got a business thing tomorrow, so you know what, I'm going to start on Monday. Or, oh, you know what, we're actually we have a family reunion next weekend, so I'll just start right after that. And it's it's this mirage in front of us of this perfect time to start the program.
1: Yeah, or you you join a gym and you feel like by paying that money every month that you're doing something. Um, you get really excited about the idea of going to the gym, but then you don't actually make a plan to really go.
0: Well, and Donald also talked about it too. He's got some things written down, but it's like we gather more information. So you join the gym, but you don't know how to use the machines. So you delay going to the gym because you want to wait for the perfect time to find out how to use the elliptical to its optimum. Like, well, if I do it for 20 minutes, will it matter? Maybe I should do it for 45. I don't know. I'm going to do some interweb research to figure out what the perfect amount of time is to do the elliptical.
1: Yeah, we've talked about before the fantastic book by James Clear called Atomic Habits, um, which we actually both read after we had already lost the weight, but um, it really ties in. And he talks about in his book about um, how motion, we often confuse motion for action. And he describes motion as as you're, you're doing something, you're involved in activity, But you're not actually practicing anything. You're not actually putting um, ideas into place. You're not actually taking action. You're just kind of preparing for it. And motion happens in a circle. You're just spinning around in place, whereas um, action happens in a straight line. Right. Right. And it's kind of like the idea of, you know, I'd like to exercise, but I don't want to look stupid at the gym. So instead, I'll go talk to a trainer about what their rates are. And it feels like you're doing something by talking to a trainer about rates. And so you feel better about it. But what you're not doing is actually exercising. You're not taking a walk. You're not lifting a weight. You're not doing yoga. Like, you're not actually doing anything.
0: Right. And I've seen other people, too, and I've, I've said it before. I have not followed any recipes in four years. I don't <laughs> like a recipe wasn't why I got to 300 pounds. And if you join uh, Weight Watchers or you start calorie counting and go like, oh, gosh, well, I need to look up some good recipes. Like what I'm missing is a recipe and the recipe isn't the issue. It's the portion and, you know, and and the movement that is the issue. But we confuse ourselves with research as action, as though going to the Weight Watcher meeting, getting the materials, looking at YouTube channels, getting recipes, buying books, getting all of this, you know, stuff around us is going to help us lose weight. And it's it's part of actually procrastination. Like we think that just once we get the perfect amount of information, then we'll start. Then it will be the right day. Then it will be the right season. So we see other people making progress while we're still gathering information, and we feel like we're falling behind. Suddenly, we're two weeks into school, and our A has gone down to a B, and someone else still has an A average. And we feel like there is a finite amount of success to be had, and so we get discouraged. We fall into a pattern of comparison. We do more research to figure out, like, okay, well, maybe I just didn't find the right program or maybe I didn't find the right thing, or or we join another program to see if maybe that's the thing that was missing. And we procrastinate more because we're, you know, we still, you know, we're gonna start right after the kids start school. We're gonna start after the big business meeting, we're gonna start after the house is clean. And it it keeps being that mirage, mirage, mirage where we're not taking action, but we're gathering information. And we want to avoid failure. We think like once we gather enough information, we can't fail. And where we're actually failing is by not taking action.
1: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll quote directly from James Clear. He says, motion allows us to feel like we're making progress without running the risk of failure. The biggest reason why you slip into motion rather than taking action is that you want to delay failure. And You know, if you don't actually try something, then you can't fail at it. It's just this, you know, it's an obvious statement, but... We make ourselves feel as if we're trying something when, in fact, we're just planning to do something.
0: Right. I mean, and I have a friend who I don't think listens to this podcast, so it's not a big deal. But (laughs) she's super-duper crazy smart, like smarter than I have ever been, uses actual words that she knows uh, instead of just looking them up in the dictionary. Yeah. But she uh, had a pattern of going for more education and more education and more education and never actually doing anything with the education, just sort of gathering more ideas and ideas and ideas instead of joining the workforce. And it was a form of procrastination, that over-education. And uh, I am not besmirching people with PhDs, Good for you if you did it, <laughs> but it's that like you don't want to jump in the water. You just want to plan to swim. You buy the goggles, you buy the bathing suit. You you watch videos on the internet of how to have perfect form. But if you do not get in the water, you are not going to be Michael Phelps.
1: Yeah, and so one thing to do is actually set a schedule for your actions. You know, make a rule that you will not break. I am going to I am going to exercise every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And you don't have to think about it. You don't have to um, make a plan to do it. You you just do it on those three days and you get it done. Or I am going to take a walk every day at lunchtime. Like, I'm going to do that. Or I'm going to prep my, my Monday meals. I'm going to prep every week. And you make that a habit. And you make it something that you just do automatically until you can... You know, slowly expand those habits.
0: Well, and James Claire, We're going to talk about James a lot in this episode. Yeah. Um, but he talks about the habit must be established before it can be improved. And we often think like, well, I've got the book and I've read the thing and I joined the thing and nothing's happening. And it's not happening because you're not actually putting the habits in place to make it happen. Um, He also says, many people think that they lack motivation when what they really lack is clarity. Some people spend their entire lives waiting for the time to be right to make the improvement. And it's the actual Act of doing that makes progress, not the thinking about it.
1: Yeah, I was talking to a guy at work recently who, you know, we were talking about various life goals and things, and he's like, Yeah, I've got this guitar that I've had, and someday I am going to play that guitar. And it's kind of like, you know, I actually said to him, I said, You can't just say, Someday I'm going to play the guitar. You actually have to say to yourself, You know what? You know, he said it needs to be strung. And I was like, well, is the barrier that you need to take it somewhere or that you want to do it yourself? And he's like, I really want to do it myself. And I'm like, well, then you need to say to yourself this Sunday, I am going to watch a YouTube video about stringing a guitar. Like he even had the strings and the guitar and, you know, was it was just sitting there and I bet it's still going to be sitting there Monday unstrung. But I said, you have to say to yourself This Sunday, I'm going to watch a YouTube video about stringing guitar, and then I'm going to actually string the guitar. Like, you know, make a plan and do it.
0: Is a guitar a metaphor for weight loss? yes oh what Uh, well this ties perfectly into what james clear says i'm gonna tell you what he says right now um he said when your dreams are vague (laughs) it's easy (laughs) i can't wait to hear about it (laughs) when your dreams are vague it's easy to rationalize little exceptions all day long and never get around to the specific things you need to do to succeed and it's that action plan like you can gather the information but it unless it's First thing Monday morning, 8 a.m., I am putting on my shoes. I am going to the gym. I am just going to walk on the treadmill because I know how to do that. And I'm not going to overthink the perfect amount of time to do it. I'm yeah. just going to start. And it's it's about – he he talks about designing your world instead of just consuming it. And it's that action that we take, the small sustainable habits. We talk about it all the time. It's super boring. But – Unless you actually do the thing, the osmosis of being at the gym, just standing at the gym isn't getting the job done.
1: Yeah, and I think that we're very good at setting deadlines for ourselves to finish things. You know, we say, I need to lose 50 pounds by the time I'm 30. I need to lose, you know, I need to do this much exercise by this date, or I have a wedding coming and I need to lose 10 pounds by then. Like, but we're not very good at setting deadlines to actually start doing something. And so one of the things that James Clear suggests and that I suggest is set yourself a deadline to actually start something. Don't set a deadline to finish it, but, you know, give yourself, I am going to this Sunday, this Saturday tomorrow, like the sooner the better, I'm going to set a deadline for myself to actually start doing something and start doing it every day or every other day, whatever it is that you can handle, but set a deadline and actually do it.
0: Well, and I think too, there is like that perfect moment to jump in the arena, to make it happen. We keep thinking that our magical future selves are going to be ready, are going to be the person that gets the job done. Like there's some lightning bolt that's going to strike them, your future self. When in fact it's like in Harry Potter when um he finally gets the Patronus, uh, yeah. But he thinks it's his. Well, anyway, spoiler alert: if you haven't read <laughs> Harry Potter, too bad for you. Yeah, but
1: it's been out a while now. Yeah,
0: it's been out a while. But there's a point at which he he thinks he's being saved by someone, and it's actually sort of this uh, this time twist thing. It turns out it was himself who saved himself. And only by knowing it was himself did he realize the the power was in him all along.
1: Yes, the power was in you all along, listener. Yeah, That's what we're getting your future at.
0: self uh, released the Patronus, but it's it's the doing the habit, the boring unsexy habit that gets the job done. When I started losing weight in uh, 2016, I didn't think I was going to be the me I am now. I just knew, you know what? I don't know what the future holds, but right now I'm going to track my calories. Like I'm going to start today. It's going to suck. It's not going to feel comfortable. It's not like it's magically going to happen overnight, but I just need to take a step. And then tomorrow I need to take the step and tomorrow I need to take the step. And I didn't think like all I wanted to do was fit into my pants that's that was what my goal (laughs) was and I said I'm just I'm just going to give it another week you really
1: are fancy you just want you want to fit in your pants
0: oh I'm not Winnie the Pooh walking around without any pants on whoa yeah um but it's it's just taking that small action that imperfect action I didn't know I was going to be successful I just knew I had to do something and I see people who think that joining the group or joining a second group or buying another book or figuring, you know, buying another recipe book, like gathering all of this information is going to lead to weight loss. And I see the discouragement that that happens over time when they see they're not making progress. And it's because they're not actually taking an action. Buying a book is just gathering information, paying for the club is just gathering information. There is no osmosis. There is no effortless, unconscious assimilation that is going to happen that is magically going to help you lose weight. Sure, there are those random people that you hear about who are like, you know what, I just cut out adding salt to my food and I'm down 40 pounds and we feel like we're broken if this one weird person says that they changed one weird thing and it didn't happen for you. Like it took me consistent effort over months and months and months to see the progress that I've gotten. And I didn't wait for that perfect plan, the perfect day, the perfect anything. I was just sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. And there is no osmosis that is going to happen. We talk about surrounding yourself with positive messages, positive people, positive you know, Instagram feeds. Oh, and
1: all of those things definitely it help. It matters.
0: It totally matters. But just being at the library doesn't mean you're reading being you know like having feet doesn't mean you're walking
1: yeah you you don't go to the library and suddenly absorb all of the knowledge you actually have to take a book off the shelf and read it
0: well and too i like i remember when the matrix came out you know, and they like you know they they hook a cable. Oh they, man, they that's hook, my dream. They yeah. hook a cable up to Neo, and he's like, like I suddenly can do karate. He can pilot a
1: helicopter. Yeah,
0: and it. But I think things like that—that that magical thinking of like, man, must be nice to be Neo with a you know a cable strapped to your head, so you can figure out you know how to speak Taiwanese, like. That's not what life is. And we keep thinking that just, you know, just gathering the information and gathering the content will make the action happen. And it turns out it's really boring, consistent habits that you actually implement and do day after day that make the scale move.
1: Yeah, I found a good quote online from a gentleman named John Wooden. He says, never mistake activity for achievement. And so... You can do all kinds of things. You can do all kinds of preparation, but actually getting something done is the goal. And making the experience of the journey itself the goal is really important. You can say to yourself, I want to lose 100 pounds, but if all you do is plan to do it instead of actually figure out how to do it, you know, we, I didn't start out with the perfect plan. I didn't even finish with the perfect plan. But what I've realized is important is actually trying things and figuring out what works, doing things, and treating it like a science experiment that we've talked about all the time. Figuring out what works for you, what doesn't for you. Instead of trying to plan what might be the best thing, actually try doing these things and refine what works. And I'm constantly refining what works even after losing the 100 pounds because I plan on maintaining this weight loss for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, and the challenges change over time too. I mean, depending on the season of your life, something might be effortless you know, or become effortless. And then it becomes difficult again, like with my when I couldn't walk, I had to sort of reinvent myself and figure out what I was capable of. Because when it's easy, it's easy. Like, yeah. oh, well, when life is good and easy, and everything's going your way, then it's easy to make a good choice. But when things get tough, we see it as a failure in ourselves instead of realizing that we need to adapt.
1: You know, were we podcasters two years ago? No, I mean, like, were we fantastic at it straight out of the gate? Yes, actually. Yes, (laughs) we were. But- you might not be. You might need more practice than we did. No, like, I feel like we've gotten better at it as we've gone. Like, we, there's lots of stumbling blocks, like the aforementioned, you know, terrible sound issue that happened in that early episode. Um, we had many such issues back in the day, and we still stumble. Like, we still need to edit things. We still, you know, cough during the show and things like that. And, but it's all about practice. Like, it it has become much easier as we've gone along because we've practiced and practiced. We've done 86 episodes of this, so we've done this a lot of times now, and we're going to keep trying to get better, but we didn't start great right out of the gate. Well, maybe we did.
0: <laughs> well, and I think uh, something else James Clear talked about, uh, just stepping back, is the Diderot effect, which is Whoa, the, spi- I don't know that one. the spiral of consumption that leads to additional purchases, where you keep sort of expanding like, okay, well, I, I heard about this book. I heard about this recipe. I heard about this podcast. I heard about this other program. Oh, Hey, what's a 17 day diet. Oh, what's a 30 day fix. What's a this? And it's, it's expecting some magic plan to be the panacea to, to fix all of your problems. And as Donald said, You know, and and we we still see it, people going, oh my gosh, I'm getting married in six months, I need to lose 50 pounds. Like, what does a person who loses 50 pounds do? They go on a walk every day before dinner. They eat on smaller plates. They they stop eating sugary, you know, Starbucks beverages every day.
1: They prep their meals. They don't eat out as often, like, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, instead of
0: going out for fast food every day, they wait and have one really great meal a month. Like, there are so many habits that we can put in place to set ourselves up for success. And it's not just being around other successful people that is going to make a difference. It's not just buying all of the materials. It's not joining the group. That's going to make the action uh, happen. It's the actual doing. And, and I said it before earlier, you join the group and you see other people making progress and you become resentful because you are not making progress when really the issue is that the a- you're not taking the actions necessary to see those achievements. And it can feel depressing to see other people succeed. Like, you can just be like, oh, gosh, must be nice. Like, oh, they've got it easy. They're just doing the thing. They're just yeah, taking the action. They're just
1: actually doing it. Um, another couple things from James Clear. He says, practice is learning, but learning is not practice. Oh. And so... Studying something is not the same as actually doing it. Practice focuses your energy on the process. It makes you actually, like, you can learn while you're practicing. You can figure out that tracking calories doesn't work for you. Or the reverse, which is my case, not tracking calories doesn't work. Um, I have to track or I, I cannot yeah. maintain my weight loss. That is just something that I have learned over time. And making progress, going back to what Catherine says, uh, Thomas Sterner in The Practicing Mind says, progress is the natural result of staying focused on the process of doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so that repetition, that actually staying focused on doing something Is really how you achieve your goal and you make progress.
0: Well, and we, I think we, I don't know if we've mentioned it on this podcast yet. We talk so much. I don't even know what we're talking about, (laughs) but, but planning is a form of procrastination and we're avoiding the doing because we're afraid of failing. And if you never start, you never fail. And it is so dangerous to avoid actually taking action Because you're afraid of failure.
1: It's sort of like you constantly researching a vacation destination and never actually purchasing a ticket to go anywhere. And, you know, never actually taking that step of making the vacation a reality. You're just researching somewhere to go.
0: Well, and it can be confusing, too. The more information you gather the less confident you can be sometimes too of the right action to take. I mean, we're in, I'm, I'm in groups where people go, well, how many calories should I get a day? And, and some people say you should get 800 calories a day. Some people say you should get 2,500 calories a day. Some people say 16. And we, we wait for that perfect answer or we, you know, we gather the content and say, well, most people say I should get this or most people say I should get that. Or some people say I should be doing keto or some people say I should be cutting out anything white. Like And we wait for this perfect answer to drop in our laps before we take the action, when in reality, we can think to ourselves, and we did a a three-part series on uh, getting started. We sure did. But try something. See how it goes. Move forward from that choice. Gather the information. Take your measurements. Count the calories. Did it work? Did it not work? If it didn't work... What are you ready to change? Like, it's very simple and we complicate it. And maybe we've complicated this entire episode. We could have just said
1: <laughs> the perfect answer to how many calories you should get is 1,743.
0: Oh, I thought we were going to like beep it out and no. we'll be like, no,
1: it's 1,743. That is the final answer. No, it's not. That actually, actually
0: might be my final answer. But <laughs> someone this morning talked about, um, their calorie range not working for them anymore and having to deal with the notion that perhaps they need to cut their calories more yeah. because their body has adjusted to it.
1: Yeah, I have sadly had to do that like since I've lost the weight like I I have to had to go a little bit lower to maintain my weight and it's really not fun.
0: No, but we identify as a person who can yeah. lose weight at 2000 calories right. a day and I um, I actually Did a uh, not an experiment because I track my calories and I track my weight, but it turns out I was eating for a week at 2000 calories a day. I maintained my weight. Turns out I maintained my weight at 2000 calories a day and it, I can see it as a bummer or just a fact of how much I'm moving and how much I'm consuming, and that's the end result. And it's not a- Yeah,
1: and you used to lose weight at yeah, that amount. I used yeah. to lose
0: weight at that amount. So going like, okay, you know what? If I don't eat 1,743 calories a day, I'm not going to lose. So action is my choice. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to listen to this podcast. You don't need to join the clubs. You don't need to spend the money. You don't need to buy the books. But- It, that is an active decision to actually decide that you're going to make a change, that you're going to start tracking your calories, that you're going to take time to invest in the experiment, and that you're going to be okay with failure over and over and over again until you refine it and figure out what works for you. And we can stand on the sidelines and be jealous of other people who are professional football players or professional fantasy football enthusiasts.
1: Oh, boy. You Um. had to bring it up again.
0: (laughs) Um, It's football season, (laughs) I had forgotten
1: all about it.
0: Sorry. But we can stand on the sidelines or we can be active participants in our life. We can take a passive voice, I want to lose weight, Other people are getting it done. Or we can take action. What am I willing to do today to move the needle? And that's not always going to be consistent. What you're willing to do one day might not be what you're willing to do the next day. But it's action over time that yields results.
1: And I think that is a great way to wrap it up, except for the part where you said they don't have to listen to this podcast because they do. They Um, and I think that uh, brings us to our product of the week. Pow. Pow, everybody. So
0: this was the thing,
1: because yeah. I got confused. This was the thing. Yeah, she like, really what does this had to, to convince with... me that this had something to do with weight loss. And but but said, I'm on board now.
0: I've said everything has to do with yeah. weight loss. No. And that's what I'm sticking to. Yeah, I get it. And so the product of the week is TSA
1: PreCheck. TSA PreCheck, but what does that have to do with weight loss?
0: Everything.
1: Oh. Uh, so this
0: applies to our uh, our members or listeners in the United States of America. I don't know what they do in other countries. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, so sorry yeah, about it that. It doesn't
1: work for international travel.
0: No, but there is something else, an international thing that people can do, but that's not what this uh, product of the week is. You'll have to listen to another episode. Uh, so TSA PreCheck. We signed up for it. You have to go into a TSA pre-check office. You have to give them some money. You have to uh, let them do your fingerprint and take a picture of you.
1: And it's funny. It's one of those things that tying back to the whole episode that we were just talking about, it's one of those things that I put off and put off because I thought it was really hard and really complicated. And I know what you just said made it sound like it, but it seriously was about five minutes of applying online and then... We had to go to an office, and it took another, like, 10 minutes or something. Yeah, like, we
0: thought we were going to be, like, waterboarded or something. And yeah. it ended up, they were just like, okay, picture, fingerprint, bye. Yeah, it
1: was, you know, the the money was was actually the hardest part of it, but it wasn't that much. Yeah, it was
0: 85 bucks. 85 yeah. But it lasts for five years. And then,
1: holy cow, when we took our vacation to Hawaii, like, the TSA pre-check line was amazing.
0: Yeah, and... It saves time. and the the whole, like, how does this tie into weight loss or your weight loss adventure? Making your life easier, saving time, saving stress. I'm an emotional leader. I find many reasons to eat, and being stressed out at the TSA line is just another thing that we can avoid. And I
1: get triggered at airports too for food. Like I just have this Pavlovian desire, you know, when I'm I'm going to an airport to stock up on junk food because I have this deep rooted panic that I'm going to starve on the plane, and so I want to eat all of this terrible food. So, eliminating the stress and the barrier of the security line, or at least greatly reducing it, um, really goes a long way towards towards being level and not increasing my chances of going crazy at the uh, at the fast food that's everywhere at the airport.
0: Yeah, it's actually funny. I When I first got the TSA pre-check, I was at the Las Vegas airport and I was like, I'm just going to blow through the line. It's going to be easy. But you know how they have like the zigzag line for yeah. the long one? I was like, oh man, I'm not going to get as many steps if I do the TSA pre-check. <laughs> that's a loophole. Uh, but uh, being able to breeze through the line reduce stress save time get to the gate earlier it all matters like everything ties back to weight loss and weight maintenance and uh it was a great 85 dollar investment our daughter has actually been able to get
1: TSA yeah pre-check because we're also because pre-checked of us. like she gets it automatically or at least that's the way it seems so far
0: yeah and uh so it just reduces stress and so that that's our product of the week tsa precheck.
1: Pow, Pow, everybody. Product of the week.
0: Product of the week to you.
1: If you have uh, enjoyed our particular brand of shenanigans, um, you can get more by going to weonlylookthin.com. And uh, we run, and I'm being generous to myself by saying we, uh, it is almost entirely Catherine runs a an online support group for women uh, called We Only Look Thin Place, or Wolt Place for short. And it is a place, uh, I think, uh, there's just a fantastic group of women there, um, all supporting each other, uh, learning from each other. And, um, you know, it really helps to find other people who are going through the same things as you and ask them for advice, get emotional support and really be able to call upon them when you need that sort of advice or support. And it feels really good to help other people with advice and support too.
0: It really does. And it it is honestly a place where people are talking about things that don't seem to matter in the weight loss world. And one member actually said that she was in another group where she brought up something that was going on. And the group said, oh, that's not fitness related. So you can't post about that here. And Everything is weight loss and fitness related,
1: as we've just proven with Fam- TSA pre Family
0: family crises, divorces, yeah. kids going off to college. Like death, life, everything, it all ties in to how we manage our food and our emotions and our physical wellness. And um, Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place, is just, it's a great support community. Everyone is so giving and so honest and so vulnerable. And I am just super proud of the community that we've made. That being said, being part of a group doesn't necessarily mean you're going to lose weight. It is not a weight loss plan. It it's is, true. It is a support plan, and taking that action just to, to put the final uh, low calorie cherry on top of this uh, of this episode, taking action matters. Getting support matters. Support is a component of your weight loss journey, and we are offering support fellowship. Uh, friendship and uh, fun. Fun, fun. <laughs> it's fun, yeah, uh, and it's for ladies. It is
1: for ladies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounded really sketchy. I know.
1: I couldn't help it. I was thinking of the ladies' man from Saturday Night yeah. Live. Taking it back.
0: Um, so yeah, so uh, so join us at all place It's awesome. And you can
1: find more information. Go to weonlylookthin.com and uh, there is a link towards the top of the page. Join our support group. There is information about pricing and uh, and we go into more detail about. Uh, about what we have there
0: yeah and if you just want to check us out you can go over to instagram to yeah we only, at we only look thin.
1: uh or twitter at we only look thin. uh you can also find our facebook page uh at uh, we only look Thin
0: at gmail.com
1: at, and you no. can email us oh sorry at uh, we only look thin that's at what i get for com. planning
0: what i was going to say in and advance we got some Great emails from listeners.
1: Yeah, we do. Uh, we do answer. Um, and if you would uh, like to help us out at the cost of nothing but a moment of your time, uh, you go to Apple Podcasts and um, uh, rate and review us. Every five star rating really helps. And if you can, uh, you know, write even just a one sentence review, that super helps.
0: Yeah, and uh, and tell a friend. Tell a friend how funny and inspiring we are. And uh, and thank you so much for for listening to us
1: yes thank you very much and the next time that you are putting your head right up against your listening device thinking that you will suck in all of the knowledge uh, right through the microphone just remember that Catherine and i are an, an inspiration. inspiration the information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.